Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Breadcast. It's a conversational podcast. We're just going to talk about random shit and give our well-informed and appreciated opinions on things we have no authority to talk about. I am your co-host, Ren, and joined by my other co-host, Han Young. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The intro is a bit too long. If you're gonna say that every single time, you know. No, I mean this is the first episode, so we have to like, you know, say like, "Hey, what's up?" No, it's in like the is the broadcast and hmm. Yeah, we have the broadcast. Hello. Hey, you're listening to the broadcast. Welcome. So, Let's get right into it. All right. On the agenda today, we're going to talk about video games. In particular, we'll be talking about MOBA and MMOs today. So, so if, if you live under a rock and you don't know what a MOBA is for, for some reason, uh, MOBA is an acronym, uh, stands for Massive Online Battle Arena. Which include things like Dota or League, or some people even consider games like. PUBG as a mobile, but in particular, no, dude, dude, PUBG is not a mobile. PUBG is a freaking, it's like a battle royale. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. They they confuse it, you know. So when we're talking about mobiles, we're more talking about the what do you call it? The ARPS action real time strategy. Like yeah, the one yeah, where you okay, okay, all right, all right. So here's what I know, right? Uh, the 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 AR, the term ARTS has been uh, Action role play, uh, no, sorry, action real time strategy. That, that that acronym was like in place way before MOBA was uh, MOBA as an acronym existed. Mm-hmm. I think I don't rem- I don't know exactly when the term MOBA came around, but if I were to hazard a guess, I think it was maybe League that started it. Mm, I think so. Like yeah, because it was probably like. Heroes on New Earth and Dota One, which yeah, Warcraft Three Dota came out and like it, no one called it a mobile. It was more like ARTS. But then again, it was a fairly new genre at the time, so no one called it ARTS exactly. Just called it Dota. Yeah, some people even called it Aeons of Strife. I think like it was the original. Aeons of Strife. Uh, yeah, it was a StarCraft mod at the start. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't play the Warcraft one because yeah, I'm a loser. Well, okay, but we've been playing a lot of Dota recently, and I sunk at least four thousand hours into Dota. I think Dota is like Southeast Asian national sport. Holy shit! Actually, no, Mobile Legends is the Southeast Asian national sport. Because <laughs> like, mobile phones are just way more accessible, and you know. Mobile Legends is like the wow, the, the, the league of phone games, you know. So, <clears throat> a bit of context, because uh, Ren doesn't play Mobile Legends. Mobile Legends is basically like a very simplified version of League. And uh, it's a bit gacha and a bit pay to win. And it's just very advertised. So it's very popular in the Southeast Asia region you know now that i think about it i I guess i can't think of anything more southeast asian than downloading a free game and playing it yeah it is free but like 
Alright. It's so bad. It looks so bad. Like, alright. I had no interest in mobile games. And I like I like Dota too, right? But when I see advertising on like YouTube and shit for mobile legends, it just looks so bad. It looks awful. It is a phone game. How good are you expecting the graphics to be? No, I no. It, it's it's not about the graphics. It's just the way. It, I, I feel like all mobile games that get big enough, it, their advertising always falls into this. It always feels like they hire some third party, um, video making company to make their advertisements for them, and it looks uh, that what they advertise looks nothing like in game. Either that or it's like some cringy skit that they have paid actors act out. That is a, the, and the voiceovers aren't even. Raid Shadow Legends is pretty interesting advertisements, okay? Even though the skits are nowhere related to what the gameplay is like. The gameplay is nothing like that. Yeah, but it's interesting. Okay, I, I kind of like the Raid Shadow Legends uh, advertisements because at least those are, some of them are entertaining, you know? They're trying to squeeze in a bit of humor. There's a little, there's like production value, you know, that they have the characters that. Interacting with each other, actually, yeah. personally, yeah, I like that. Yeah, give, give me that. It's not gonna get me to play your game, but it's interesting. Uh, and the best thing is they actually have like live action, like realistic. Okay, not really realistic, but somewhat realistic looking, like skeletons or like I don't, I don't the, know what else are in the advertisements. Like the, but it the looks CGI, nice. the CGI yeah. is it's... compared to just having like some random person just. Oh, look at me. I'm playing Mobile Legends. Oh, yeah. I'm having so much fun. You know what the mobile, um, mobile game advertising trend is nowadays? It's, yeah. it, it's those shitty, saturated 3D blocks or whatever that make noises. Actually, it's not so bad. Last time, it was worse. Last time, it was just... It was mostly those. But recently, they... At least the quality games, they try to make it more proper. Like, uh, like Epic 7 is a mobile game I'm playing. They actually have like really high production value, like animations or like, uh, what do you call it? Like, it's just very high quality la, for a mobile game. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's also the other end of the spectrum, all the shitty, the, the games, the mobile games, the scams that you have to like, you have to pluck out a key from a hole or something, and then the lava will flow oh, down. Shit. And, oh, no, shit. No. What's the game called? Uh, Ebony the King's Return. Fuck that shit, man. I think so. That's, that's the worst kind. They even got like a... Uh, they even, I don't think they even got a paid actor to, to record him like... Yeah, probably jacking the game off. They just stole like some streamer's face and then dubbed over his, his recording. Yeah. Oh, and the God. worst thing is the game isn't... At all, like the advertisement. This is like some shitty build your own city thing. Is it? I haven't tried before. I mean, the advertised gameplay is so boring that they don't even want to try it. Okay. You know, I haven't seen an ad for Epic 7, but I recently saw a Reddit post where um, uh, some people were upset that one of the characters got uh, deferrified. Yeah, it was, it was like the funniest shit I've ever seen. I mean, people like furries. I mean, go ahead, right? But defurrifying them. Uh, 
I mean, you played the game, right? So I thought you have more like insight in this. I haven't heard of anyone being com- complaining about deferrifying. No, but, no but, but there was a character that got deferrified, right? I'm not even sure if it's on, uh, from Epic 7. Oh, really? Like, I haven't heard of it. I could have sworn it was. Ah, uh, whatever. All right, huh? Let's get back, uh, get back on track. What are we talking about? We're talking about MOBA. Yeah, we're well, talking about Dota League, Heroes and Heroes, and so on. So, we spent... How many hours did we spend on Dota? Uh, I think I have about uh, 1,700 hours, somewhere there. 1,700. Yeah. I, 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 didn't play during, I didn't play during the open beta days when Volvo were handing out keys like they were the last loaves of bread at the height of the Black Plague. But oh my God. when they gave out keys, right, it was still back in the TS2 era, the Team Fortress 2 era. And yeah, that was like 2000, uh, 2012, somewhere there. Yeah, and, and they would give out the key, they would buy, those people would sell the keys for so much. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous, but Valve is just handing them out all the while. Yeah. And Dota 2 receives just such good reception that Valve decided, you're not good, you're just going to make it free to play, whatever. I mean, it was the initial plan, right, to make it free to play. Was it? I'm not, I, I'm not I sure. So, like, imagine you have a Warcraft 3 mod, and then suddenly it turns to be a pay to play, like, game that doesn't have that improved graphics or, like, it's basically just a port. Mm. Well, Remember, it's, this it's, it's a port. If, if, if it is a port on Source. It was on Source 1. If you remember the old graphics, it's just crap. That is true. <laughs> you see, old, uh, old Puck was just like a, a, a blue turret with eyes on it. Yeah, exactly. The Storm Spirit. The Storm Spirit looked like he drank too much. Oh. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, Faceless Void was like now, but with less muscles. Yeah, there were a lot less polygons going on. Uh, Morphling is the same. Morphling was... Morphling didn't change at all. So he still looks as what he looks like now. Exactly. Dude, that... uh, What's the newest hero? Is it Marcy? Marcy? No, no, no. The Primal Beast. Oh, right, Primal Beast. I uh, would just talk about Marcy. Uh, Marcy's backpack has more polygons than the whole of Morphling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm just shocked that Morphling hasn't got like an actual rever- uh, remodel yet because oh. Faceless Void got a remodel. Slardar got a remodel, even though no one asked for Slardar remodel. Viper got a remodel, even though no one asked for Viper remodel. How would you remodel Morphling? Higher quality water. Uh, yeah, I think... Hmm. He's a water elemental. <laughs> this is exactly what it looks like. I think make him a little more rounded because right now he looks too... plastic. <laughs> I think give him a little... Uh, just like a tad bit of transparency. Uh, translu- tra- uh, not, maybe not transparency. Like translucency. Speak him a, a, give him that glass effect, you know? People start complaining that they don't know what's, what they're seeing on the screen. <laughs> but no, grand value. No, don't, don't make his whole body translucent. Just like add like a shimmering effect, you know? Hmm. Instead of like a flat blue and white color palette, just 
I, I I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a game I, I'm not a game designer person. I don't know how I don't know how these things happen. I mean, to do that, they probably have to just create a new texture, like more particle effects and all. But the main thing is a lot of morphling players have like cosmetics that cover the base model, anyways. Like there's the scuddy scuddy back piece, I think, that just covers this entire like top facing part. So when you're looking down at a map, you're only seeing the scuddy. There's also the uh the e blade. Cosmetics. Yeah. I like I like those. The, the, the evil cosmetics look so good. That's oh, so I've got nothing anymore. <laughs> got nerfed indirectly so hard. He's so useless now. Yeah. Okay, but I think we should be talking more about MOBA in general instead of talking about just Dota. Hey, it's fine. It's... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. League of Legends suck. Have you tried League of Legends? I have not tried League of Legends, but as a Dota player, I can say with uh, with a straight face and with one hundred percent confidence, League of Legends. <laughs> okay, all right. It's a different game. It's yeah, kind of really consider it to be competitive. Uh, com- 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 competitors, like they're just fundamentally different. Okay, I think they are business competitors in the sense that you know both companies are trying to do like the same thing within the same region. But yeah, they are very different games, I guess. Yeah, the only thing they have in common is that you're both controlling a hero and you whack creeps to destroy enemy buildings. Yeah, 5v5. Yeah. Uh, it's not even 5v5. League has like 3v3 game modes. I'm pretty sure Dota has like arcade 3v3 game modes. No, so, but the, those are arcade. the League 3v3 is like serious 3v3. It's not. Arcade. Oh, Oh, so it's like. An actual official game mode. Yeah. And their whole like meta is just very different. Like they have a dedicated jungle. <laughs> jungle from like minute zero. And yeah, for, uh, for, from what I heard, the meta in League is a lot more uh, rigid. Yeah. You lose your lane and it pretty much means that you've lost the game. That's why they have the surrender option, right? <laughs> as I much think- as people like to abuse it. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I think it's why League gets like such a bad rep in like gaming community in general. Because I feel like a game like that would just breed out the worst uh, people. I mean, Dota doesn't have such a mechanic, and have you seen the people in Dota? Yeah, but okay. You see, the, like at least, like have you seen memes on Reddit? There's, there's like this one meme where. Where there is a um a defendant in 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 court trying to defend himself, and he goes, "But your honor, League of Legends," and then the and then the judge just goes, "All right, uh, sentenced to death by electric chair." Jesus Christ, dude! That's way too light of a sentence. I know, right? Like at least quarter him first, you know. But uh, but but the point is, it's like League of Legends players. Oh. Or people who play League of Legends in general, this is on the internet. They're just seen as like subhuman trash. I don't think it's that bad. Like they only seen by subhuman trash by like Dota players. I think. Yeah, but okay, but when you talk about Dota players, Dota players don't get as bad a rep as League of Legends players. You know. Really. 
I think they're actually more famous, like well like League of Legends people than Dota. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Like in terms of pros, yeah, because no, Ray, not just pros. Like even okay, like personalities. Yeah, personalities. Yeah, I like guess. this I think offline TV has a lot of people who are playing League of Legends. Like they I think they tried Dota a few times, but they never really left the league scene. They still play it once in a while and all. Because that's where they're most they're most well known. Doesn't make sense to like you yeah, know, hop from one platform to another. The thing is, they're 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 popular, so all the people that are following them will tend to be interested in league as well. So I don't think league has that much of a negative, uh, what do you call it? Impression. Maybe it's just one big joke. Yeah, it's like one of those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just a joke. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like the stereotype that oh, uh, I you. I see you play Genshin Impact. I too would like to spy the children on my local playground. Hey, hey, Genshin Impact is actually a decent game. The only thing bad about it is like is the monetization and the, the amount of grinding needed. Like, I think okay, all right. Here's my here's my dipshit opinion. Okay, in a free to play game, you can have grind. That's completely fine. If it takes two years of grind to get something that is just, it's just a hood ornament on your mount, that's, I think that's A-okay. The only issue I have with free-to-play games is when you set a timer on how much you can play a day. Yeah, uh, they Genshin do set Yeah, it's like Genshin Impact, if I'm not wrong, has like a resin. This, the, yeah, basically the resin system. And it's so scummy. The model is very much like a mobile game, but the quality is like a proper, like triple A PC game. And that's why there's such a discrepancy because you don't really want to play on your mobile phone or else it will start burning. But you don't really want to play on your PC either because there's not that much to do. It's, and it's and even the grind, it's it's just a pain because you're basically grinding not for cosmetics but to actually have like equipment to play the game so you have shit equipment then you have to take longer to grind so you can't really do things that well but after you finish grinding all the equipment there's nothing else to grind for there's no cosmetics there's no the only thing you can do is basically just grind for the premium currency to get more characters and then you refresh the grind for gearing those characters instead so there's really just nothing much to do in Genshin. It's 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 a collection game. It's a collection game, but for characters. Yeah, so you, you just collect digital waifus and husbandos. Yeah, but where are all the cosmetics for the characters and all? Even the weapons themselves, because they have unique models for the weapons. The weapons themselves you have to get them from grinding the premium currency as well. Or you or you can pay for them, but Compared to games like MMOs, right, where you have cosmetics to grind for and it's not just purely gear, it's actually, it feels much better to grind for cosmetics, you know. Mm, yeah, I guess. Do you really want to get like locked out of most content because you don't have the best DPS gear? I mean, granted, Genshin doesn't really need the top DPS gear also, but it's just... 
it's just nothing much to do. I think it's because uh, it's nicer to grind for like cosmetics because uh, cosmetics are subjective. So when you're grinding for a cosmetic, it's either because of fear of missing out or oh, really? you like it. So if you like something and then you grind for it, it feels good when you get it and you feel good wearing it. But when you're grinding for a gear upgrade and then you get the upgrade, it doesn't feel so good. It might feel good when you see big number or, you know, the upgrade green arrow. <laughs> but it doesn't feel as good because you're not emotionally, you may not be as emotionally attached to that piece of upgrade. Yeah, you don't even get to see the equipments like on your character. And because in the end, it's going to be phased out by another upgrade eventually. No, it's like they don't even change the model. It's not like RPG games where you change your chest piece, you get a new like plate armor or something. Oh god, I hate Borderlands for this. <laughs> I <sighs> I don't I can never find any reason why Borderlands is so unfun. What do you mean? Oh it, okay, like it's fun to run around and mess mess around with friends. But after playing through the, the campaign once and playing through the side missions, I don't know, the gameplay loop, uh, the guns, the abilities just don't feel satisfying, you know? Yeah, after you experience everything once, it's, it's just pretty much it. I, I don't know, I think it's, it's got a unique aesthetic. Self-shaded, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the guns just feel so unsatisfying to you to, to, to use because like the sound designs are so not oomphy. The, the, the guns don't have the impactful sound, you know? Mm. Like if you fire a shotgun, it's just gonna go, it's just gonna go it doesn't go like boom. Like when you play Doom, you're running around with the super shotgun. It's such a meaty blast uh, when you when you press muscle one and it just blows the demon's head clean off and spraying viscera everywhere. That's like the satisfying kind of shotgun, you know? But in Borderlands, it, you have like the Hyperion automatic shotguns that get more accurate as you hold down the mouse one button. But it sounds so soft. It sounds like a semi-automatic pistol. It sounds like a stapler. <laughs> Yes, it's it sounds so soft. It it doesn't have like the punch behind it. It doesn't feel like I'm firing a boomstick. It, okay, it feels it's like a boomstick. It's like some laser shotgun, like most of them. Yeah, but even the um, what was the manufacturer that made like Jacobs? Uh, yeah, Jacobs. Yeah, uh, the Jacobs guns. You know. The double barrel shotgun, you expect it to have like a large boom, but it doesn't. It just it has a same same. It's like the same sound as the Hyperion one. Just goes boom, like a really soft boom. I mean, they have the reuse game asset somehow, right? It's, it's a different sound, but it's equally bad. Hmm. 
I yeah. guess different cups of tea, you know. Some people enjoy the grinding. Actually, it's not too different from Genshin, right? Borderlands. You're just grinding for better gear. I don't know. I, 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 I've never played Genshin Impact. Hmm. Except you just play as one character instead of having to grind for multiple characters. And there's way less team synergy involved, I think. <clears throat> Isn't Genshin Impact like playable with other people? Like you can co-op, right? Yeah, you can co-op, but usually when you're even when you're playing alone, you should have a team of four. They rotate around to like buff each other and help each other and all. Wait, how does that work? Right. So is it like is it like divinity? Is it like what, sorry? Is it like divinity where you just have like guys following trailing behind you in combat they do their own thing and you do yours? How does um, it work? You control one character at any one time. There's no one like following around you. So when you want to switch to another character, you just press like a button and then you switch. Like like Pokemon, you just switch out, you know? And then you can start using the character's abilities and all. I think there's a cooldown to the switch, I think, like a few seconds, so it's, you can't just spam it. Uh, uh, it's not turn-based combat, right? Because... No, it's real time. Because the, the thirst beat uh, advertising is, is all real time. It looks so anime. God, I hate, I hate, that, I hate that aesthetic so much. It's just not your cup of tea. Yeah, it's it's really not. I get that. Uh, I feel like Genshin Impact is one of those games that has like interesting and fun gameplay, but only for a bit. But then the rest of the people who uh, who played it and they realize that oh, it's really not much like gameplay after all, and they leave after a while. And then the people who stick around are, are those that have either sunk too much money and are held back by the sunken cost fallacy, or uh, they just really like looking at underage girls. I'm not even sure if it's that, to be honest. Like, I think it's just an easier barrier of, a lower barrier of entry like for casual gamers. Like, if you go ask the general public, not like the hardcore gamers, the games that they typically play are like Genshin, like Mobile Legends, like Valorant, like these are just games that are not very difficult to learn. They're very simple features, and it's 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 just easy to get into and play. Uh. And I don't blame them. It's just different market, you know. It feels shitty to play them as a like a proper gamer where you have like deep mechanics or like interactions and all. But for a typical typical like Joe, who don't spend all their life in the mother's basement playing games. I don't think they mind, right? Um, I guess. I mean, you hear about the guy, I, I, I don't know which country this is in, uh, but there's this guy who spent like... Way too much cashing in Genshin? Yeah, like, so he, 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 he wiped out his like bank savings. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> on like Genshin Impact, and then the bank... Uh, like put a uh, put put a block on his cart because they thought like it was a scam or something. The guy went to the bank and was like, "Yo, hey, what's going on? You know, unblock my cart." Then they tell him, "Uh, yeah, your 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 cart has been used to purchase like Booty way too things. much shit. I'll get you in the bank. You know, we were just locking your cart to make sure everything is 
you know, not a scam or something. And I guess, oh yeah, that's me, you know, it's okay. I'm fucked the card. And then he, sp- <laughs> he spends the last like $5,000 in his card on more Genshin stuff. Yeah, that's the thing though. As much as these games are casual, they're still made by companies who want to earn money. And the mobile game is, the mobile game market is very ludicrous for like shitty monetization. Like, on, on PC games, I were complaining that games are costing like $90, like $80 for like a triple A game. But in mobile games, you're spending $150 for like, for, for, for basically premium currency that doesn't even guarantee you anything. It's quite normal. That's just the standard pricing of it. And Jeez. people are willing to pay for it because, well, I mean, they just don't have a basis of comparison. And also, booba. Okay, no, that, that, that's not true. <laughs> it's for I, some sure, people, it is. For some people, but I think for, I think it's like a gambling addiction. It, it presses the same buttons in your brain as like going to a slot machine or, you know, playing, uh, playing advocacy, you know. Hmm. That's why Dota is still number one. Technically, Dota and all the some some of the popular games also have like gacha mechanics. Like oh. Dota has the, the chess, CS:GO is okay. Valve Valve games have all the chess. The, okay, but, but but Valve games are better because you get the full game without having to pay for uh without having to pay for it since TF two. Hmm. Is that how you sent? I'm not sure. Like, accept. Yeah, you, you kind of do get a full game. You just have to get the weapons, I guess. Yeah, and the weapons are a little bit RNG, I think, because it's based on, like, a random drop. I think you can get, like, a set of class items through the achievements, but uh, you have to use those... Cl- um, the, you have to use those items to craft, like, the weapons that were added in later updates. Oh yeah, that's true. So if you don't do trading or you don't open boxes, it takes a very long time to uh, collect all of the weapons. Can you even buy the weapons on the market? I, I you can, right? I don't remember. I, I never bought anything from the store. I remember you can trade for them. Like if you go to trade servers in your ass. Yeah. I don't think you can buy it on the community market. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, you had to. You had to unlock them from boxes. Which uh, <laughs> come on, Valve. That's kind of scummy, especially considering you know it's a big game. Initially, I mean, even so, the boxes are like you buy the box and the key is like maybe three dollars, four dollars at a max. Yeah, but the gun is only like a couple of cents. Yeah, but you compare this to other games, like especially the mobile games with like you spend three dollars, you literally get like one one summon or one pool which usually will get you like basically crap it's it's just insane like the the amount of value they'll get out of your money i feel like i'm blessed with i am I'm, I'm blessed with a brain that doesn't like gacha mechanics yeah even people complaining about battlefront tools e battlefront tools uh crate system right i think that people are complaining that it's really bad and it, it's 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 just garbage all right okay but battlefront 2 is a special it's a special a special case because you can't really talk shit about it because in the end the goal was to um give you a sense of pride and accomplishment when you spend 
$150 to unlock Darth Vader. So I, I, I don't think it's really fair to criticize EA for, you know, their perfectly fine marketing and monetization techniques. Was it really so expensive though? I thought it was around $20 to $40. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just exaggerating. Quote, <laughs> I mean, hey man, look, look, it's gaming circle jerk here. Loot boxes bad, EA bad. Actually, the, the only bad thing that I really found was EA Sims. Like the more expansion oh. packs or whatever shit that they have that just provides so little content. I think I need like $400, $500 to get every single DLC for Sims. All my mom wanted to do was like play Sims 3 on a computer, but then... You have to buy all the DLCs and all, otherwise there's a lot of missing features. Yeah, it's it's so scuffed. Christ. And that's the thing too, like, I mean, it got better recently, but a lot of games, like in the past like 10, 5 years, they used to be released like half baked, and people are complaining about it all the time. And then they re- like day one patches or like cutting content out and putting them back as DLCs instead. It's just scummy. Yeah, that's why Dota is still number one. <laughs> Completely free game. Only money you spend is for cosmetics. Cosmetics which won't even matter because you won't even be looking at a hero when you're responding anyway. You don't? I look at my hero. Like I look at the portrait and all. But you're just looking at the portrait. If when I'm dead in Dota, I'm looking at the map, I'm looking at the item shop. <laughs> I mean that's true too. Maybe that's why the the items that give cosmetic effects, like particle effects, are more expensive. So I miss like, your spells. I miss all Dota though. Like back then, Dota felt like more than just a game. It felt like an actual world, even though the lore back then wasn't so fleshed out, or at least wasn't so obviously fleshed out. But it felt like there was this magical, fantastic, uh, fantastical world. Really? That, yeah, I mean, you just read all the hero lore. You just uh, look into the music. You read the, the web comics the official web comics. It just felt like there was so much to the universe that, you know, a 5v5 one-hour game does, uh, doesn't, uh, can't quite communicate that well. I mean, Valve is still continuing the story. It's just going very slow. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. But after playing Dota for so long and uh, reading, had, my, my eyes have been exposed to the various curses and slangs, slurs of Southeast Asian dialects. It, uh, I, I think now I can't help but see the game in a different light. You know, now it's now it's Dota, the the, the probably the most fun ARTS for me. <laughs> Even though it's the probably the only one I've ever tried that isn't smite. <laughs> But back then, it used to be something different. You know? It used to be like a magical world where the forces of the Radiant and... Well, yeah, back then, it was the it Sentinels and the Scourge, but now it's Radiant and Dire. It still is, kind of. like. Yeah, but sure they, it, 
there used to be hero restrictions. You know, you couldn't pick dirge on on Sentinel. <laughs> it was so bad. A lot of damage dealers on the scourge instead. Yeah, Radiant was full of like squishy casters. I mean, it's really just it's because it's tied to Warcraft. That's why there's you feel like there's this law behind it. Yeah, I guess. And after the after Valve made Dota two the original law, because of copyright reasons, you can't export it over, man. Wait, what? No, it wasn't copyright reasons. It was pressing ceremonial reasons. Ah, uh, yes, pressing ceremonial reasons. <laughs> Where skeleton king became a wraith. Mm. Yes, Leoric. Who are you talking about? Don't you mean Osterion? It's so original, the Leoric. Yeah. I mean, unoriginal. It's it's like one of uh, Blizzard's most well-known character in Diablo, I guess. Yeah, and you get to kill him first in Diablo 3, I think. Like, the first boss. Uh, the first big boss, yeah. I never played the other Diablos because I was born after the year uh, 1998. <laughs> oh, but they, they're releasing a Diablo mobile game too, I think. Diablo <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> oh god, when they announced it during BlizzCon, holy shit. The, I will play it, the reception. I, I think it's actually a very good concept. Like the gameplay wise, right? It's it's fitting for a mobile game. Like you don't need that you don't need the accuracy of mouse and keyboard. It's very casual. The gearing is very simple. I mean, it's perfect for a mobile game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but a mobile game isn't what Diablo fans want. <laughs> That's true. Like if all right, so if you're selling a, a consider when was Diablo three released on? I'm going to Google this. Yeah, Diablo three was released in 2012, May 2012. That was when, uh, yeah, that was when the world was ending, and um, yeah, fans have been waiting for like a decade, and then the and then during BlizzCon, the guys came on and it's like, hey, you guys like Diablo? All right, what the Diablo players like? Uh, slaying demons. So here's what we got. Diablo mobile game and the crowd understandably disapproved because it was so blatantly obvious because that was like the height of mobile gaming when all the IPs were just like moving to mobile gaming EA was I think dipping their toes to mobile games with like uh, the Titanfall mobile game mm, it was actually good it's yeah, but it, but it was really good. Yeah, it was, but it, it it's the the problem with the Diablo one is it it was marketed as like at least it was announced as like this the biggest Diablo thing since Diablo three, right? Like the next Diablo instead of a side Diablo. If they just like quietly released it as a side Diablo, like hey guys, yeah, we're working on Diablo four, but. In the meantime, you know, we made a Diablo mobile. You guys can check it out. Have fun. I think the reception would have been way better. But instead, no news on Diablo 4. They just straight up said, yeah, guys, uh, Diablo Immortals, I think it was called. Uh, Diablo mobile game. 
<laughs> and that was when everyone just assumed that ah, uh, it's just gonna be one of those shitty gacha games that pander to like Chinese whales. I mean, that's where the money is at, right? Honestly, like because the mobile games just allow such monetization. It's such a big draw for companies to at least throw like minimal amount of effort into a mobile game. Yeah. Even XCOM and I forgot the publisher, but like Firexis. Yeah, Firexis. No, it's no, it's not the 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 XCOM mobile game isn't by Firexis. It's by some third party studio. Oh, but they're using the same brand. But this is the thing. They the parent company of the XCOM franchise, right? They they just want the money, and mobile games, mobile market is just a very easy way, like a quick cash grab. You don't need to have a quality features and all. You just make sure that your things are priced exorbitantly, and people would spend. Well, I mean, I'm not really that upset, I guess, because you know I don't play mobile games. You can start. I've the only mobile game I'll ever play is Blake Ink, probably. <laughs> it's a flash game. Oh my god! It's such an old game. It started, it started as like pandemic or something, right? And then it just evolved yeah. into Play Ink. Uh, Shadow Fight Two was pretty good for free to play game. The, the energy the, it suffered from the same Genshin Impact energy thing, but it's like it was like the cool thing back in the day. Everyone was playing it. Those are like flash games ported over to mobile. Yeah, yeah the, 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 that's how you know it's good because. Flash games were made for passion, you know, like game uh, amateur game makers that just wanted to have fun and wanted to make something fun that other people could play and say, "Hey, wow, that was fun! I'm gonna play this again." A lot of these mobile games are made to make money, and that's a problem. I mean, money makes the world go round, right? What can we do yeah. about that? I mean, it's the same thing as Disney trying to pander to the Chinese market for the movies. But we'll probably discuss that another time. Today is just video games. I mean, I, I think it's fun to tangent, but all right. I mean, it's 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 if they can get money easily, then on their profits, like their profit margin will be higher, and they can expand more capitalism, right? Uh, capitalism sucks. <laughs> what can we do about it? Right, we're still products of it. We're still victims of it. And um, by the way, uh, Singaporean government. I'm not a communist. Mm. Don't arrest me. Yeah, I'm uh, arrest Han Yang, not me. I'm good. La Mao Zedong. Oh God, the the guy was so wack. Holy shit! I heard some horror stories about him. Have you heard stories about the panda? No, not the panda. The the pool. We need the pool. Yes, yes, I have. This is probably gonna get banned in China. Hey, it's alright. Uh, it's an English podcast. It, we don't need we don't need the Chinese money. I mean, we're not. And besides, we're, we're not we're not gonna. Uh, we're, we're, even if we do manage to monetize this somehow, it's not like we're going to. Brief time. No, it's not like we're gonna like add gacha mechanics to get Chinese people to spend money on. 
pay two hundred dollars to get a chance to hear rant talk. Now, you know what we gotta do? Uh, we're gonna pay some like Chinese TV streamer to uh, take off her clothes and shield our game while taking off her clothes. Jesus Christ! Did I just say shield our game? Uh, shield our freaking ah podcast. Jesus. And before we actually make the podcast into a game, <laughs> podcast. Uh, you, you never know. Who uh, knows? Maybe one day, like in, in a parallel universe, we're as popular as like PewDiePie in this universe, and we're just selling the broadcast officially licensed video game, and it's like the biggest shit since Minecraft. And it's construct breads. You just bake bread and sell it. Hey, I will play that. Sounds very fun to me. Isn't that just like? Yeah, wouldn't that just be like baking simulator? Yeah, why not? Baking simulator, but with um. Gotcha. Uh, oh wait, no, I have an idea. Pixel art, pixel art baking simulator, and uh, <laughs> pixel art your face and pixel art my face, and then we can have like officially, um, yeah, we can dub. And we have gotcha baking bread. <laughs> you have five percent chance to bake a good bread, ninety five percent chance to burn it. <laughs> The croissant is an SSR. Oh my god! God, that uh, I I want to live in that universe. What's your favorite bread, by the way? It's my favorite bread. Yes. What's your favorite bread? I've been trying a lot of bread actually, so I can't say for sure. I know I don't really like banana bread. Like it's too heavy for me. No. I like the, uh, okay. I like the Subway, the Hearty Italian, but they don't really have it anymore. Uh, do you have you tried the Subway's garlic bread? They have a garlic bread. Yeah, there's like uh, oh, when was the last time you ate Subway? Like a few weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Go to Subway, get a garlic bread. There's a new garlic bread. It's it's like it's like a regular baguette, but with um fried garlic on top. I think it's so good. I don't think I've seen it in my local Subway though. Oh, uh, your local Subway sucks then. Kind of yeah, it is a small outlet, but. What name is it? Is it really just called garlic bread? Yeah. Huh. If you don't have it, find another subway. Order the garlic bread. <laughs> it's. I'll try it one day. It's amazing, dude. I would. I would eat like just the bread and nothing in between. It's how good it is! Holy shit! Subway eat trash. Jesus Christ! I mean, it is really unhealthy though. Like, wasn't there like a research done? There was actually cake instead of bread. Is it really? Yeah, because the amount of sugar that went into it, I think. I can't remember. Oh, God, that's uh, that's true. That's awful, dude. I mean, I always thought Subway was like somewhat healthier because it's got greens in it. I The greens part is healthy, but the bread is definitely... Mm, the bread is definitely not healthy. It tastes so good. Something's suspicious. Of course. If it tastes good and it's from a fast food restaurant, it's not going to be healthy. Have mm. you ever tasted something good and healthy at a fast food restaurant? Imagine being God and creating the universe and think, hmm, I'm going to make all the good things, the good food, taste like garbage. And I'm going to make all the, all the really unhealthy stuff, the things that you shouldn't be eating a lot of, I'm going to make them taste amazing. I mean, technically, 
the good tasting things are good tasting because they are like Sugars and stuff. Yeah, we need sugars for energy. So biologically speaking, they should taste good. Otherwise, we wouldn't want to get energy. Yeah, but if that's the case, I think we should have evolved by now to, for our tongues to realize that hey, you know, too much of this nugget. I guess, I guess we did in a sense. Our sugar, our sugar and salt receptors were just sort of like numb out after after an overdose. After a while, yeah, but evolution really just takes a long time. Yeah. Really, really long. And our body is just telling us, eh, this may be bad, but, you know, who knows? This could be the last source of sugar you get in a really long time, so might as well stuff your face. I mean, that's just how the body works, right? The body isn't adapted to the modern society. Yeah. We live in a society. We live in a society. Amos, <laughs> see, Jesus. Lee Kuan Yew is dead, finally. Why hasn't anyone said, fuck yeah, the guy is dead? Lee Kuan Yew was a horrible person. But he made everyone think, oh, I forgot the rest of the lines. I wonder if his channel is still up. We got to be there, right? My God. I, I remember, uh, dude, I remember, like, I think a year or two back, he made some, like, pro-pedophile videos. And he was, like, uh, he, he was, like, bashing hits with some of the more um, uh, popular political commentators. <laughs> it was so funny. To... It was, sure it was so disgusting, him. dude. He got arrested for um, having... Yeah, for being in possession of child porn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the United States. Uh, he... Imagine then... getting deported because... <laughs> oh. Getting deported because you burned the Quran and incited like religious and racial... Um... No, he, he... <laughs> anyway, he burned the Quran in US. No, in Singapore. No, they, he, didn't, he didn't get deported and he chose to seek asylum. In the country that accepted asylum, you decide to be a pedophile in there. Holy shit, dude. I mean, I was supposed to say something really bad. I probably shouldn't. Not in the first episode, but... Uh, I, it's just biting okay. the hand that feeds him, man. Okay, okay, alright. Alright, look. Pedophilia, bad. Okay? But it's not the pedophile's fault that they're a pedophile. It is their fault if they act on those urges and predate on children. But being a pedophile, a non-offending pedophile, inherently isn't bad. I mean... If you seek help, understand that this is something that... Uh, this is something that you're born with that... Uh, that you cannot act upon because doing so would result in the harm and trauma of others. And you seek help because of that. I think you're an okay person. The question is, would you let that person near your kid though? I cannot say because I wouldn't have a kid. But if I did have a kid, and I know, okay, I, I, I think it would depend on a lot of nuance here. If let's say I've known this person for a really long time, right? Like, let's say you came out as like a pedophile or something. And I've known you for a really long time. And I trust you enough 
to, and I know that you're a non-offending pedophile. Like, okay, uh, sure. I, I guess you can meet my kids. I'm not going to leave you in the same room as them for sure, but I, I, I wouldn't mind you like saying hi to my kids, you know? Hello, Ren's kids. All right, you know what? I take that back. Uh, stay, stay away from my non-existent child. Stay away from me at all times. I'm glad we're having this podcast in like different rooms because. Why don't you want to be next to me? I won't bite. All right, so uh, back to MOBA, yeah. Um, <laughs> Your video games, back to video games. God, I'm so addicted to video games. I'm so hope- I'm hopelessly addicted to video games. Why are video games so good? I don't understand. Fleshy lights stimulate brain. Yeah, my monkey brain sees lights and numbers and it just goes, ooga booga, give me more of that. I mean, it helps to let us you know, live in another reality where things are more interesting. Yeah, and put us at no harm also. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> you can jump off a cliff in like destiny for all you want and you see your body just wrecked though. But here you are just safe on the other end of the keyboard. Yeah. And how many of us can say that we have become like warriors fighting in a war that we have no stakes in? I mean, uh, I was about to bring up climate change, but I guess technically. Yeah, it's just. We are warriors, but we're more like we're all refugees, bro. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, but it doesn't feel good to be like a person without power. And video games give you that power most of the time. Sometimes you have to work for it, but at least you know that eventually you still are able to become stronger and like, like do the puzzles or defeat opponents that are massively stronger than what you ever could be in real life. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Video games are a nice bit of escapism. Yeah. It's a power fantasy. I mean, it feels good. And people will be like, wow, you're a hero to our village. We appreciate you. How many people in real life will say that? I mean, it depends on how dumb the villagers are. Mm. I guess it varies like, from game to game. If you're, if, you're, if you're playing like Animal Crossing, it's less of like a power fantasy and more of like, wow. You know, I'm actually a functioning member of society. In Animal Crossing, you get to meet really cute animals. Oh man. I remember Animal Crossing had like this, um, like Animal Crossing Horizon had free public cross collab with Doom Eternal. It was like the best thing ever. What? Doom? Animal yeah. Crossing? Yeah, I know, right? You, you think of like the. the I, I honestly am more surprised you didn't hear of it. So I, if um, if if I recall correctly, what happened was um, there was a I don't know what it's called on Twitter. I, I think the best term for it is a thread or something. 
มาร์กโพสเอ่อ a tweet and a s i e hey uh, what game are you excited for and then the Doom Eternal Twitter account said uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons and then the Animal Crossing New Horizons account said Doom Eternal and then that just that just brought about a whole slew of like fan art with Isabel and uh, Doom Slayer being like BFFs and it's like the best thing uh, that was so good. Did they actually do a collab though? Was it just Twitter? Oh, like like an official collab? I don't think so. The most official thing is both of them saying, "Hey, yeah, uh, the other game is fun." Hmm. If only, if only. Dude, that'll be so waxing. Like, is can you can imagine Isabel just a, a double barrel shotgun, just gunning down the rest of the villagers? Jesus Christ! That'd be so gory. Why? It's just a cute animal farm. Not farm, but a village. <laughs> Hi, I've been to literature class. Animal farm is not cute. I mean, <laughs> depends on which kind of farm. God. Hi, uh, Singaporean government. Yeah, uh, communism bad. I don't like communism. Uh, arrest that guy! Quick, he's getting away. Take the shot. Paul, but I should. Paul, Paul. I said, "God, when people hear this, they're gonna think I'm like a Chinaman or something." Nah, uh, I I think both of us have like displayed some pretty Singaporean linguistic profiles. Hey, Kani, na chow tea mai. Oh, you can't just say that, dude! Holy shit. This going on a public, uh, this going on a public platform. You can't just, you can't just say bombastic shit like that without context. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I think for most um places that are owned by Western companies, mm-hmm. I think the only things that you can't say, uh, is the N word and like hate speech stuff. Mm. So you can so you can stay um and maybe like national security but only for the US for some reason maybe I'm not sure. Maybe maybe. And maybe Israel. Israel Israel. Is fake. Israel is fake. Ha, uh, hi, uh, Mossad. Yeah. Um, I I I think Israel is a is a real country. Um, uh, please don't. Arrest me and murder me. Thank you. I'm good. I'm not an anti-Semite. I don't know about the other guy. What's his name? Ong Ong Hen Ong Hen Yang. Yeah, I don't know about him. Never met him before in my life. Uh, U.S. bad. I I I think everyone agrees on that, my man. I feel like everyone who's like looked at the news. Did you hear there's another freaking school shooting in Texas and the police did nothing? <laughs> the shooter just walked in like without security or whatever, right? Yeah, and then the police, the the, the like the police got calls, and then they deployed their their like first responders, and then they just stood outside the school and they didn't even do anything. They just sat there and didn't let the parents go in. Bruh. I think um, I didn't read too much into it, but I, if I'm not wrong, 
they just stood outside the school for like a whole hour while the school shooter was just going around shooting at the school. I mean, were the security guards armed? I don't think there were security guards. I'm not sure. I, I don't know how it is in the US. But... Yeah, then if not, then they can't really do anything also without putting themselves into danger. Okay. I guess I, I guess you're right, but I feel like there would be at least there should be security. Okay. Mm. They should be armed. Okay. All right, all right. I think if you li- if you have to live in a society, bottom text that has armed security guards in a public school, there's something very wrong with your society. I mean, I think any sort of security needs at least a weapon. Okay, but no, 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 that, that, that's not the issue here. Yeah, if you are working for, in security detail, you will need to have a weapon because how else are you going to enforce security, right? That, that's, that's like, yeah, I, I think this is what everyone agrees on that. But like the more underlying thing here is that if you need a security detail for a public school, isn't that, you know, bad? Like look at look in Singapore, how public schools don't have security. I mean, we do have security, they but do. they're mo- they're mostly just night guards to prevent like, uh, to prevent like intruders and pedophiles. And yeah, just it's like it's just su- suspicious looking people, but they aren't armed with anything more than like a flashlight or something because there's no need for them to be packing in heat, you know? They don't need, like, a 9 milliliter Glock with an extended magazine ready to go. I mean, that's mostly because in the US, you are, some, some people are allowed to carry firearms themselves, right? So it's, it's really like a tit for tat. To counter something, you really have to have the same amount of force or more. Otherwise, you won't be threatening and there's no point for security then. This happened in Texas too, which is like one of the most pro-police, pro-Christianity states possible in America. And even like most of the Texans are angry at the police for basically doing nothing. Imagine being paid to protect the public, to lay down your life, to defend your fellow men and women and children and then you finally get the opportunity to do so you finally get to use the guns that you love to talk about when you uh, when, and bring up the second amendment for you finally get you know to 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 to, to lark as like a speck ups dumb cunt marine sweeping through the building and taking down the active shooter with a well placed clean headshot and what do they do? They just stand outside and, uh, sorry, ma'am, your child's getting killed inside, but I can't let you in. You might get shot too. I mean, it's just a different culture, I think, like, fundamentally. And different priorities within the cultures and what we want to do and what it's, we're allowed to do. So, what just, what, the police aren't allowed to go inside and stop the active shooter? 
No, the shooter themselves, like the fact that there is such a shooter is just it shows the difference in society, doesn't it? I think the problem with that society is that someone with very clear problems and very obvious red flags are allowed to carry firearms, yeah. Are allowed well, to purchase firearms at a very young age with like minimal background check. <sighs> some of them probably just steal it from like their relatives or their friends. Yeah, but, but, but the Texas shooter, like the Texas school shooter, he bought it legally. I mean, if so, then it really just shows that, that the society prioritizes freedom and expressionism more than control. More than the lives of children, apparently. It's a, you can say it's an unintended side effect because when you give people the freedom of choice, some malicious people will be able to exercise their malicious choose malicious actions. It's, you just I think it's really just it needs to be a balance between freedom and uh what do you call it control. Like having freedom is good, but giving everyone freedom is bad. Like society is built based on you know control and like segregation of work and all and, and basically having each person in society doing a specific part of job. And in this way, you're kind of like making each person less important and you have to control them, like what they do and all, indirectly or directly. You know what? From what I've seen so far, the country that touts itself as being super free also happen to be the country that suffers most from deregulation of big businesses, of gun violence. I think there's a correlation there, right? Because of the freedom. Everyone is free to be a jackass. Exactly. And, like, they don't... uh, Okay, I mean... I feel like the founding fathers had a very different idea of freedom than, you know, the modern day man has. I mean, that's because fundamentally we're all just out for ourselves. Like, if we had to choose between our lives and someone else, most probably we would pick ourselves. Yeah, that is true. Mm. It's just biologically, like, the thing that we go for, we want to spread our genes, we want to reproduce. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to reproduce, but yeah, you, you do you, man. I mean, this is just a biological thing. No, it's not. I have transcended my base instinct and needs. I am a being of a higher plane of existence. <laughs> okay. Having children? No, thank you. No, that. Have a nice day. You too. Well, with that, I think it's almost an hour into the podcast. And we're talking quite a bit. We talked about a lot of really different topics from video games, like 
politics like <laughs> we just there we started off we started off with ARTS and Dota and somehow we managed to tangent into school shooting yeah and it was ye and pedophilia huh? like oh my god Jesus Christ I don't know uh, I, I had fun yeah I think we're probably gonna cut it here for this session for this podcast for the first episode so yeah uh, thanks if you somehow managed to find this travesty of a podcast and you managed to stay until the end without turning it off after the first couple of seconds uh, thanks for listening yeah and no guarantees on when our next episode will be but when we record we record so I'll see you next time my name yep. is Yang and I'm Ren and we are the broadcast. Yep, that was the first episode of the broadcast. Tune in to, to listen to us ramble about things we really shouldn't be talking about. Bye. All right. Bye.